We come to this place for magic. We come to pop pull review, to laugh, to cry, to drink. Because we need that, all of us. That indescribable feeling we get when we hit the play button and go somewhere we've never been before. Sound that I can feel. Somehow, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. Not just entertained, but somehow reborn. Together. Pop Poor Review. We make movie podcasts better. The first rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is, you do not talk about Fight Club. You want to you say we're back? Just, just whenever you're ready. We're, Where's that from? We're, we're back. back. Okay, first of all, it's we're there here from the Poltergeist. So get your movie no, quotes. But doesn't doesn't Haunted Mansion the ride also say like there? No, no, no. It says, Hurry it's a, back. That's it's, what it is. No, no, no. You're thinking of a commercial, and it's with like tiny horses. It's no, 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 no. I'm gonna find it. Hey, okay, I'm just going to start. Let's just keep that all in there. We're hey. back. Hey, guys, this is Pop Poor Review the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. We're back. We took a little hiatus, but we're back and we're renewed and refreshed. Is that the saying? We're refreshed. Refreshed? We're, we're refreshed and <laughs> retooled. We're refreshed Ew, and retooled. Don't say tool. I said retooled. Mm. Okay, so we're coming back now. You know, guys, there's third pivots the charm. Um, we are now going to be diving into the IMDb 250. Top 250, 250? Top 250. Top 250. Um, so here's how it's going to work. We're not going to go up and down because we wouldn't. it would never be the same. Uh, so we're going to each week just choose a number at random. And then if you listen to this later, it might be a different number. But don't worry because the first of the month, I'm going to put together. They have a website. I don't know if you guys have seen that they actually track the stuff something new just popped oh, in as we're recording i was literally like do you do you mean imdb no there's a website separate for imdb that actually says like how many pers- how many numbers they went down how many were they went up what entered what left fun fact um while we're recording this the batman just left and kill bill volume two has entered wait the batman left yeah uh, has I- entered or re-entered has left no wait what the Batman? Kill Bill. Oh, I don't know if it's ever been before, but... Is Kill Bill Volume 1 in there? That's that's higher. Kill Bill Volume 2, like, is that 250 now? Okay. So, we'll hit them all. It might take us, like, seven years, but we'll get there eventually. Yeah, and if they keep adding, we'll always have stuff to talk about. But, yeah, so if you're listening, this we're, when we record, this is the number. So, would they, we would never be doing the same one ever, over and over again. Imagine we said the same movie, over. Okay, it's time to review it. We're heading to do number 12 again, over and over and over again. And really, before we, like, jump right into the movie... Uh, I just want to explain the reason of the pivot. I feel like as you do the podcast, you kind of see what works, what doesn't. And because we're such an indie podcast, you know, things are always changing. And we really wanted to do something that was really consistent. It was like, oh, we have this number, we have this number, we have this number, or we have this movie with this movie with this movie. We're trying to find a right schedule for all of us. You know, we live together now. And so we really wanted to find something that had consistency where we're not just like, well, what do we want to do? I don't know. So... We were going to do something about the Oscars, maybe do a weekly thing about the Oscars, like Oscar movies or, you know, something like that. And and then and then I stumbled upon the IMDb 250. I was like, when, wouldn't that be in like an amazing adventure to kind of go through all those movies? Because it's really, it really is Oscar winners. It's blockbusters. It really is everything. And I think that would be best for everyone listening as well. Because, you know, everyone doesn't have the same taste. 
So this kind of makes everyone have a slice of the pie. If that's a weird saying, I'm sorry, but like it kind of gives a little bit to everyone. So that's where we're like, you know, really we should be trying to do that. Like it's fun for us because we get to like kind of go back through movie history from literally like early, early to like now movies in 2022 are popping in there. Um, so it's fun for us to like kind of go through movie history uh, with all these movies. And it's fun for you guys because you know, you might not like, like we said, the Batman, uh, the 2022 version, but you may like, it's a wonderful life. You know what I mean? Like there's literally a little bit of everything for everyone. So that's the main reason I'm excited for this pivot. So, and don't worry, like I said before, we're not going to be doing the same movie. Like say like we did 12 this week as our starting week. Um, and if fight club ever moves and say we hit 15, and it's fight club again. We're just going to have to draw another number. So we're always pulling fresh movies to talk about. But anyway, let's jump into the movie. Number 12 fight club. I just want to say I did not realize how high this was. This is really page. high. Number 12, yeah. yeah. Give us a summary. A young man attends support groups in attempt to subdue his emotional state and relieve his, ins- relieve his insomniac state. When he meets Marla, another fake attendee of support groups, his life seems to become a little more bearable. However, when he associates himself with Tyler, he is dragged into an underground fight club and soap-making scheme. Together, the two men spiral out of control and engage in con- in competitive rivalry for love and power. It is directed by David Fincher. It is written by Jim Ewells. I just want to say I'm very happy to start this with a David Fincher film, and I think like most of his films are in this, so I'm very happy. I have to say, when I, I just so what I'm doing is I'm literally just putting it to Siri. Siri, pick a number one through two fifty. When I saw twelve, I was like, oh god, what is it going to be? Because I was like, I, I want it would be like Citizen Kane or but that's uh, that's a Seven good, Samurai, which I'm actually very excited. Which for. is fine it's to talk about. Such a long movie. Though. I know that's a lot of long movies. I on watched this list. it. Oh, it it I it was so long, but Seven it was Samurai? great. Yeah, it was great. Though. But I was nervous. I was like, please don't be like a 1930s movie because I really wanted to start with like a po- like a really good like a popular movie that people can like tune into and then like oh okay we'll get to other ones. You mean like a more recent movie? More recent, more much more like pop culture type ones that people like have seen this is one of the biggest ones so i was i was like Whew, okay we, we we have a good one um the imdb rating what? and also to be in fun fact it is one of the few movies to have over a million views on letterbox really Club. yes wow what does everything everywhere all at once have because isn't that the that's high- the highest rated that's the highest rated okay the i think midsummer actually just Made it into the that move that million movie the million views is quote. that not that uh, I feel like letter so many movies are I mean like I feel like I I feel like they always get so many that no one really hits a million no I mean like while you're talking well, I can talk I can right. find it this okay if you want to um so what I'm gonna start what we're gonna also start doing is telling you the IMDb rating because then at the end when we rate it we want to see where it compares to it's at an eight point eight I just want to double check that yes it's at an eight point eight and the Rotten Tomato score is kind of surprising but I'm I. Me, I don't know how this th- whole movie is surprising just in general from its release. Was it a popular movie when it first no. came out? Okay, so then the Rotten Tomatoes score makes a, more sense. It was a box office bomb. Okay, because the the critics is seventy nine percent and the audience is ninety six, which makes more sense. Um, and also we are now back to making drinks per episode, so I had to rack my brain, and the drink is called Pink Soap, and it is cranberry vodka, Cointreau, cranberry juice, and lime juice. It's kind of like a Cosmo. Had to find something pink, but did you find it? Yeah, there's actually 45 of them. 45? Okay. Really? Interesting. We are going to start with some shotgun facts. Number one, this is what the movie almost could have been. For directors who almost directed it, Peter Jackson, 
Brian Singer, Danny Boyle, and David O. Russell. I only would have liked uh, 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 Danny uh, Boyle. David O. Danny Russell. Boyle. Matt oh. knew what I was trying to say. I w- for me, it would be between Danny Boyle and David O. Russell. I think David O. Russell would do well with it. This this had uh, um, um, train spotting vibe. I see Danny Boyle for some reason. I'm not sure why. I see I see like Peter Jackson maybe could have done it. But I'm only thinking I mean, like big his earlier work was a lot more gritty. But yeah, this is just like I don't know. This is like David Fincher. I love David Fincher. Like this movie is one? Brian Singer. That's so off. Yeah, that's so off. Tyler Durden. Only one person was almost cast. Uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, I saw that. I can actually see that. <laughs> we'll get into that. We're talking about the two, acting. Wait, but think two thousand or late nineties. Give me a movie from Gladiator. There. Gladiator. Gladiator. I just see him Why now. are you saying it like that? It's because... Well, explain it. It's not like it's a random um, thing. Elizabeth Taylor. I can't think of Am I just today. finishing your sentences today? Elizabeth Taylor was drunk at the Golden Globes when she announced the Best Picture winner. And that's oh, how that she announced it. that was before I used to watch. Gladiator. I'm sure seen like YouTube or something. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the narrator, which is for those... Oh, also, this is a spoiler... Uh, review. This is this is a spoiler podcast. We're gonna say it every time. I want to do. Oh, I meant to say we should do a little sting where it's like highway to the spoiler zone. I need to figure no. it out. Okay, fine. Why can't we do like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler? We can do that too. Why can't we just put like, hey everyone, this is gonna Why be don't a we spoiler put? alive. Or like, we get, can we use the Twilight Zone music and go? Wait, 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 wait. You have now entered the. Sp- the, the spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to think. Does I was going to say the Twilight Zone. <laughs> okay. I'm having issues talking. Are you ready? Okay. Have that quote. Can you say it again? Because I want to make sure you're going to say it right. You have now entered the spoiler zone. Okay, so ready for this? Oh, wait. No. No! Wait. Oh, I have to switch it. Sorry. I haven't used this in a while. <laughs> God damn You're it. dead. You wanted okay. to scare ready? him? You did it. Are you ready? No, no, no. I have to say it and then you do okay. it. Okay. So ready? Okay. You have now entered... The spoiler zone. Did I go too early? No, that's kind of where okay. I wanted it. I was trying to like. I'm now thinking of like, what? What's the entire terror? It's we're mentioning. Oh, did I mention the Twilight Zone? No, no, but he's like you never. Ent- oh, it's a twi- oh, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I thought he said something about Tower oh, Terror. Oh no, you mean because like the opening when he's like you've entered a dimension. Yeah, and oh. then it's like the the glass breaking. It's like it makes it little like weird. The noise. Twilight Zone theme. Uh, okay, well fine, maybe you could on. make one. It's like. You've now entered a movie theater, and then you have like the reels going, and then. Ooh, that would be fun, Jimmy. I get your voice now. You did. You did Nicole Kidman. You impersonated Nicole Kidman. Can you impersonate Rod Stewart? Rogers, not Rod Stewart. Is it Rod Stewart? Isn't it Rod Stewart? Isn't well, Rod Stewart a singer? Rod. No, that's yeah. Ro- Rogers. Rod St- Roger Sterling. Rod. No, that's I think from Mad Men. Wow, I feel like whoever wants to listen Stewart's to it. Wait. that singer. He's like, I'll be right here <laughs> waiting for you. As we're having this conversation, I'm like, every movie person that wanted to listen to this podcast is like, they don't know anything. What? Why are they? Why are we listening? <laughs> it's to Rod Sterling. Rod Sir Serling. Rod Serling. Serling. Rod Serling. Okay. Oh, that's a good idea, Kelly. Brad Stewart. I know you haven't, but I'm sorry, we're on a really long tangent. <laughs> Did you watch? Listen to most like a, a couple episodes of Office Ladies when they made that whole like mom detective thing. Yeah, mom. And it was like detective. a whole story. That was so great. Okay. I loved it. Now I'm like, oh, we should do something like that. Good idea. Okay, we're moving along. Uh, so did I say the? Oh, I didn't see the narrator. So these were the people who were supposed to be uh, who Edward Norton was, Matt Damon and Sean Penn. I feel like they're going much older. Well, they wanted someone Once with again, big, Matt. with bigger, with more. Um, what do you call it? Star power. 
Yeah, star power, no, which uh, would have uh, been Matt Damon. I think Edward Norton had big star power at this. He just came off of a Academy Award nomination. Yeah, but compared to Matt Damon, they wanted box office power. Well, that's what I actually. Well, I was going to bring it up later. You don't, but go, you don't go to a movie to see Edward Norton. I do. I miss him. I was like, oh, I miss Edward Norton. Where has he been? Okay. Well, it's not like you're watching a new movie with him. You're like, where has he been? He did a lot since Fight Club. Yeah, he hasn't I been know. around since um, Birdman. Did he do something? I think Brooklyn, Motherless Brooklyn. Oh, but I was going to say this bef- later, but they said that Brad Pitt was paid $17.5 million and Edward Norton was paid two point five. So obviously Brad Pitt was a bigger star than Edward Norton. Well, Brad Pitt's front yeah, and center on Brad the poster. Pitt. No, I know. Because at first I was like, wait a second. Was Brad Pitt like a huge star by that and point? Selma and Louise was in the early 90s and that was his first role. It was Interviews with a Vampire after Fight Club? Yeah. Uh, no. no, no. Interview with a Vampire was before Fight yeah, Club. Yeah, so he had, he had stuff. But then I was like... When was seven? Before Fight that Club. Before Fight Club. Well, yeah, we're talking about he had a slew of movies in the 90s that yeah. did so well. But then he had hit his little, like, he hit... hit he, meet he Joe hit Black it. or Dirt or something, I it think like they meet, said. Joe no, Black. it's not Meet Joe Dirt. That's Is it Black? Then? It's Meet Joe oh. Black. Because that what made him do this. That's but what made him do this movie. 12 Monkeys, too. What about Legend of the Falls? I think he had Legend of the Falls. Because I was thinking, I was like, what for pay-wise? It's it like, is it you're a bigger star, you get more money? Or because he just came out, he had two Academy Awards. You didn't. Th- I would have thought he would have got more of a uh, money than the two point. What was it? The two point five compared to a seventeen point five. I think it really. I don't think it has anything to do to do with Academy Awards. I think it really was about box office power. And Brad Pitt was like. He was the it guy during That's that time. That's true, but doesn't doesn't I guess that gives you and 2.5 million. And that brings in then. because also Fight Club having Brad Pitt there because I'm also a really biased Brad Pitt fan. We're talking about the fact that It's your top 3 guy. You're yeah, he is in my top 3 guys. But he's bringing in the female audience, which means date night. That's true. I just for some reason I was like what is more I guess when paying is it more of a box office draw or like you have all these academy awards you're more prestige actor? I guess it's box office draw. Then. It's box office draw. Because I feel like nowadays it might be a little bit more. But that depends. Prestige, prestigious. This entire movie, like when you read the production notes and everything, yeah. the whole point of this movie is that they really wanted to be a big box office movie. They yeah. wanted a blockbuster. They weren't. This wasn't a movie that was created for the purpose of, you know, getting being a critical darling. The purpose of this movie was to bring money in. And which is why they got Brad Pitt. That's another case. This movie got only one Oscar nomination, which is fucking... Not even film editing. Rude. I know. It was sound, which I was like, I would think film editing over sound, but I guess both were good. But isn't it just like so amazing that we watch Fight Club now and we're just like, this is actually like almost... This is a really great piece of art and it was like completely like trashed. It's because art is never known until it's too late. If that movie came out now, That's always like that, yeah. Yeah, but if Fight Club came out now, it would definitely have way more nominations. Well, that's a great question because I was going to ask him movies like this are movies like I feel like they I know back then because I watched it after I knew there was already a big twist. But when you like I, I, I did you guys know there's a big twist when you watched it? No. OK, so I don't, I don't remember. So when I watched it, there's a certain point where I was like, I knew there's a big twist. And I was like, oh, I think it's be- I think Brad Pitt's not real. It was around where like. Helen DeBond Carter's walking in and out and Brad Pitt comes whenever she leaves. It's like right after they fucked. And I was like, he seems like he's only there when no one else is there. So I was like, I'm feeling like he's not real. But it's not even that. It's when she was getting mad at him. Yeah. That's when I was like, why is she getting so mad at but him? But the question is like, I feel like nowadays everything gets so, there's so many like leaks and stuff. What's the, I'm trying to think of like a movie that had like a huge like spoiler, not non-superhero movie that like held its surprise. Get I'm like, out. 
Okay, that's actually true. Yeah, because I was like, can you make movies like this anymore where you hold the surprise? But I guess if it's a smaller... Yeah, there was something... Us? There was something that's recent. True. Like within the last year or so that I remember people being like, I wasn't expecting there to be a, a twist. Yeah, because I was like... I, I, yeah, this movie brought up a lot of questions for me. I'm like, what would it be like if this movie was made today? That's why I was like, I, I wonder how... I mean, I might, it would have been received much better, but like just with all the twists and uh, the oscars and all that but isn't it just so weird that it would have been it's going to be perceived much better now than it was then and it's like why because it i feel like at that point if you're trying to make because i have a feeling they were trying to sell it as a blockbuster or like a really like popcorn flick type thing and it's more art housey i feel like than blockbuster like no you, yeah i get that but it's like critics critics wise and awards wise it's just like it still blows my mind that Neither Edward Norton nor Brad Pitt were recognized for their acting. How Brad Pitt or Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say all this later. We're talking about acting, but like this is like this might be my favorite Brad Pitt performance. I thought he was amazing in this. Like Edward Norton, Helena Bonham Carter were great, but Brad Pitt for some reason I was like he was so enigmatic. Like you couldn't stop watching. Yeah, him. I, I'm trying to think of because he reminded me of another performance that I was like I couldn't stop watching, but like it was just like I was shocked. I was like, how did he? But back to the box office. Worldwide, it only made eighty. I mean, a hundred million. And the production, well, the production budget was sixty-five, and it made thirty-seven domestic. So yeah, it was not well received. Let me go back to my shotgun facts. Where was I? I said narrator, right? Matt Damon, Sean Penn. So this is the fun one. Marla Singer, Helen Bond Carter. They had a fuck ton of people almost play this. Courtney Love, Winona Ryder, Reese Witherspoon. There is something with David Fincher. Always wanted to cast Reese Witherspoon, and she always ends up saying. No, I don't think this role is right for me. Is that happened with Gone Girl, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, she yeah. produced it. But she right? oh, she produced it, and I think the studio wanted her, and she's like, I'm not that bitchy. You know what person. the thing is, is that I have to give props to Reese Witherspoon for that. She knows when to pull out. She knows. That sounded there weird. There's certain rule. There's certain rules. No, there's certain <laughs> <laughs> certain rules. You're not allowed to do that. You're no. a woman. You can't play that. There's certain roles that she knows that she cannot pull off. Yeah. Like, I don't think she would have been able to successfully pull off Amy from Gone Girl or this oh, role. No. She never does. She's played the villain before, like, sort of. But she's what never. Cruel Intentions? She was not a villain in Cruel Intentions. I was Tom Michelle Geller, who was, like, the bitchy one. Yeah. I'm thinking of. Wasn't Reese Witherspoon, like, the Mike Sweet it, one? It I didn't see that movie, but. I think the closest I've ever seen her villain-wise is probably big little lies and she wasn't even really a villain she was just a flawed character yeah, and we didn't yeah. even get to see her throw an ice cream cone at meryl street that was really upsetting the biggest snub of all television <sighs> but like i think i don't i think she knows like has reese witherspoon done a lot of rated r movies i think the most super dramatic closest role is was it um oh my God, wild john, was it the johnny cash movie that was oh walk the line but uh yeah, but wasn't she wasn't like a villain but yeah not a villain no but she but wasn't like like, like heartless like it, there was still some like empathy to her. like she someone wasn't who, like um, i guess i guess helen Carter had empathy to her too so I, but like, I don't think i've ever seen her in such a yeah like, maybe wild but not really kelly you know who almost played marla marla singer yes but i cannot remember her name right sam michelle geller no i really? oh, well yeah they actually offered it to her and she said because of buffy she couldn't do it she <sighs> almost but i was like could i i haven't seen a lot of her playing this type of role so i was like interesting yeah, I could see Sarah Michelle doing it, but I'm not sure if she could reach the same heights as Helena Bonham Carter. I feel like she would have been too young at this point. That's the thing, is that she was, like, literally only, like, 21, 22. Yeah. And they were all, they were 45. 
or like they're supposed to play 45 or 35 year olds and i think it would have been looking like a pedophile with a child but i think she actually probably could have pulled off the role the biggest thing is like cruel intentions was so good like because she played that role so well you could see her doing it but also there yeah there was also renee zellweger was almost put there anna friel vanessa angel i don't know who that is and Janine Garofalo, but then there's an asterisk next to Janine Garofalo because it says that she was offered the part, and then Edward Norton was like, "She doesn't have the chops to do that." And I was like, uh, "Okay, like I, I would, I was like, I could kind of see Janine Garofalo kind of doing this role." Do you know who I can see in this role? Who? You're gonna think I'm weird. Too late. Gwyneth Paltrow. That's not weird. I can yeah, see it. I can kind I can of see, see Gwyneth it. Paltrow in this. Do you role. You know why I can see it? Because I'm thinking of her character in The Royal Tenenbaums. Mm. Like just that deadpan, dead face. And this is going to sound terrible, but I can see her having that look. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, but from Contagion when she's almost dead. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, what? though? Like how like she ha- has that like, she's just about to like, she she doesn't care. Like I feel like Helen Bonner had that like, I don't care if I die look. And it's just like, I'm just going to like almost kill myself. I think Courtney Love would have been really good. Mm-hmm. I can I see that Courtney too. Love but she has good. that same look. I, but that's, I don't know why when you said Gwyneth Paltrow, I just think of her like almost dying in Contagion. I'm like, well, she has the marvelous Jennifer Lawrence? Eh, I don't think so. And I love Jennifer Lawrence, but I don't think so. Amy Adams. Emma, Emma Stone, maybe. Emma Stone over Jennifer Lawrence in this role? I, can I see think Jennifer. so. I don't think either. I can see Jennifer Lawrence over, over what did you say? <laughs> Emma Stone. Emma Stone. I can't see Emma Stone in this role. I don't think she could pull it off. Julie Andrews. You know what? <laughs> Go ahead. Don't say that. <laughs> okay. And then, so that was my number one. I number could see Amy Adams. Oh, I can. You know what? From the, I feel like, uh, what's the role? She Wasn't she a, oh, uh, Hillbilly Elegy. I kind of can see that role similar. I can see all of it. Like, I can see a mix of American Hustle and Julie and Julia. Just and Julie the, and Julia because of her hair. I thought it was <laughs> like <laughs> sharp objects. Yes, and I was also going to say The Fighter. I hated that movie, so. Did you, but why do we have a signed poster of it, then? Because I won it. You won that. But give it to someone, then. No, it's mine. I won it. I was number one. <laughs> it's Christian Bale's. Is it everyone's, Wait, who, I thought? It's the entire yeah, cast. Yeah, it's the entire cast. I you won it. You have Christian Bale's signature. Why would he give that away just because he doesn't care for the movie? I don't Give it to someone you love. I don't know. He wants it. Do you want it, Matt? No, not really, but it's just... I, I didn't know you... I thought you liked that movie. I don't like that movie. Because didn't you just say, I thought you liked David Russell movies. I didn't realize. I love American Hustle. Is it because of Mark Wahlberg? No, I just think it's an overrated movie. Oh, okay. Um, Okay, number two. In an infamous incident, the Friday, I would have been pissed after I read this. I I was mad reading this. Um, In an infamous incident, the Friday that the film was released theatrically in the United States, Rosie O'Donnell appeared on her TV show and revealed that she had seen the film earlier in the week and had been unable to sleep ever since. She then proceeded to give away the plot twist end the plot the plot's twist ending of the film and urged all of her viewers to avoid this movie at all costs. Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, and David Fincher discussed this on the DVD commentary, and Brad Pitt called it unforgivable. What maybe, kind of fucking nerve do you have? Maybe that's why the box office was, didn't do well. I wouldn't be surprised because Rosie O'Donnell. She at had the a time, big imprint. Uh, she was imprint. basically the yeah. Ellen DeGeneres of that time. I'm sorry. That was like this isn't, and that's this is not even compared to it. But I was pissed when like the thing with Eternals came out and they like had the end credit scene. But like that was just an end credit scene. This like spoils your. This spoils the entire fucking movie. Like, I would have been outraged. Well, yeah, and it also is such a deterrent because it's like okay, I don't want to watch a whole movie where Brad Pitt's not even a real person. 
Brad Pitt's character is like the biggest attractive part of the movie. Like you can't stop watching him. But then you just find out he's just a figment of fucking Edward Norton's imagination. It's like, what am I watching? I'm watching a movie about nothing yeah. right now. Like, that's true. It's missing the whole point of it. I would have been pissed though. Um, okay, number three. In an unusual move, David Fincher approached leading advertising firm Wielded and Kennedy to come up with a way to promote the film that was different from the usual methods. They came up with the iconic image of a bar of pink soap with the words Fight Club bought, um, engraved into it. 20th Century Fox were perplexed by this approach. I always wondered, I was like, why is there pink bar of soap? But I was like, oh, I guess because they make soap in the movie. But Yes, that's exactly why it's there. But it's also, he, he, David, I mean, there's more fun facts. I, I didn't fit it on here, but like, go check the IMDb um, trivia. Cause like, there's a lot of things that David Fincher was like trying to do to like market this movie very differently. Excuse me. And like, 20th Century Fox was like not having it. Well, the executives hated the movie. Yeah. Like, people were pulling funding because he wanted more money. Like, they're like, I was like, nowadays, I feel like, once again, like nowadays, if like you ask someone to make like a really like crazy avant-garde type movie like this, it's like they'd be like, "Look at Netflix." They probably would the Northman, the Northman, everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. They would literally throw money at A24 you. A twenty-four was like, "You want more money? Okay, just take it." This would definitely be like an A twenty-four movie, like nowadays. But I guess, or I think A twenty-four right now is the one who just makes the weird-ass movies. Was this Twentieth Century Fox or Searchlights? I think it was Fox. I think it was 20th Century Fox, but... I don't think Searchlight was a thing in the name. It wasn't Searchlight, it was 20th Century Fox. Yeah, okay. I'm just remembering the opening now. Oh, so, true, yeah, So yeah. Disney owns this movie? Marla's Singer, Disney Princess. <laughs> um, number four, the author of the book... Can you make an image of that? Marla Singer, <laughs> Disney Princess. Just put her in front of the castle? Yeah. <laughs> um, the author of the book that was based on... The, that the movie was based on uh, stated that he found the film to be an improvement of his novel. Did anyone read the novel? No. I read one of his books. I don't remember which one. I think it was Choke, and I don't think I... Didn't they make a movie on that, too? Yes. Um, There's also two comic book sequels to Fight Club. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I would love to it's read those. It's called Fight Club 2 and Fight Club 3. I would... Are they good? Have you ever read them? Um, I read part of Fight Club 2. I did not read anything about Fight Club 3. I would love to see their direct. Con- their they're, I was going to ask. They do- I would actually love to read that because I, w- I was curious if he stays crazy or if he kind of, kind of now that he, now that he killed Brad Pitt, like is kind of like. Do more you want me to tell you? Head. Yeah, sure. So in we fight- said it was a spoiler. So for Fight everything. Club Two. So Edward Norton's character and Marla are married and they have a child, and Tyler is nowhere to be seen. But then Marla gets like. <gasps> Does she get like a Tyler? No. So basically she gets like bored with their mundane life and like misses Tyler. Mm -hmm. So the way that Edward Norton's character is suppressing Tyler is with a mix of medications. So she messes with his medications and Tyler comes back. Okay. I'm not going to lie. That kind of sounds very interesting. I don't know how it ends. I only read a, I only read like maybe one or two. It was so long ago. I don't remember. Cause it's like, there's like five comic books in this series. Okay, I think I or more, to, maybe I 10 kind of need to read that. Cause that actually said, I was like, how do they do that? But like that story is a pretty good jumping off point for a story. Yeah. And I don't know what fight club three is about. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. And then finally, number five, I had to put it in here following the film's release. Several fight clubs were reported to have started in the United States. A gentleman's fight club was started in California in 2000 and had members mostly from high tech industries. I was like, I want. I when I was watching this, I was like, 
Did this start any real fight clubs? But probably. A hundred percent. When I was watching this, I was thinking of Joker. I didn't get of that. the anarchy? Yeah. I could see that. Oh, I guess the anarchy. Yeah. I, yeah, I never, it didn't cross my mind, but those were my shotgun facts. And we will be right back. Hey guys, this is B from Arbitrary Advice. Your one-stop shop for advice, arbitrary and otherwise. We talk about anything and everything from serious issues to internet challenges and life hacks. Have a question or topic you want covered? I'm available through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or email me at arbitraryadvicepodcast at gmail.com. My mission is to help people through their challenges, no matter the size. New episodes every Sunday and available anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Uh, let's start. Where would you like to start? Acting, directing? What do you want to talk about? Directing, because I like David Fincher. Okay. Also, I would. I found... Okay, I have a question for you. No. Because I love the writing. Because I thought it was very smart the way they did the story. But I also love the directing. Like, is this a movie where it's like both made the movie great? Or did one trump the other to make the movie better? Like, was it the writing that made the movie great? Or was it the, the directing or both? I think it was the directing. Kelly? I would say both. I'm going to say both. Yeah, I, I think if anyone else had directed this, it wouldn't have been like this. And you know this guy, this was his first, I know we're going, or we said directing, but this was his first screenplay. And like, also that he didn't really do anything else after this. He did a couple movies. I'm like, how? Like, this was a great script. One hit wonder. And those always, but like, this was a great script. The writing is so, just so clever because it's also just like, you never realize that they never say Edward Norton's name. Like, some people just don't realize that. There's, like, a huge debate of, like, what his name was. People oh, they put it in Fight Club, too. What is it? <gasps> Tell me. Uh, I forgot. It's, I think it's something with a T. Tom. Tyler. No. <laughs> Tyler Jr. No. Okay, because they were saying... It's a really it's a really mundane name. I don't remember it. They Because apparently I was reading something. Like they said like Scott or something. Okay, because like they said they, they thought it was Jack or something like that. Because he kept saying, like, I'm Jack's depression or something like that. No, Remember? it's not. Okay, so I know what you're that. talking about, but it's not. That, that was I was re- I didn't realize there was a whole debate against it, but, um, but yeah, I was like, da- da- just David Fincher. I love this. St- I mean, I guess it's cinematography, but like his style, always amazing. It's like the, it's almost like gritty. Yeah, it's almost like gross. His like his like the f- and I'm like I know like people aren't big on filters. Like I'm not. He, well, you think the seven? He he literally he copied the cinematography almost from seven. Oh really? Because this yeah. is his, this is his cinematography though. Gone Girl has that kind of green yellow. Social Network has it. I don't think he has a very muted filter. Yeah. Does Girl Drunk Tattoo have that kind of filter? Yeah, it does. It is was it? more okay. blue. It was cooler. Yeah. Um, he uses a lot of cool filters. When I say cool, I meant like Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter was like that. No, like, I have to watch cool. that. Is I think the directing was so smart because I read somewhere they're like they never had any over the shoulders to suggest that like it was someone's imagination. Like the way they shot like. Oh, this movie is so smart because it's like either you're watching and you're you're you think it's smart because of how the good the twist was, or you're rewatching and you're like, oh, that's so smart. They had all these little clues that you would never know. Well, yeah, that's like for example, um, me and Matt actually had a brief conversation yesterday when I was telling when I was like, I honestly never really noticed how many times you see Brad Pitt's character like like Tyler Durden flash the subliminal messaging. I did not realize that 
for the longest time. And then yesterday when I was watching it and I saw it happen, I literally did waste time. I rewound and was doing a frame by frame to see him pop up. Yeah, I, I remember when I first, I remember seeing that and being like, what is that? But then it kind of makes more sense when you find out that he was splicing the pornographic scenes into family movies. Yeah. But that's also where, well, that's where, not why where, he was showing up. No, but but it's 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 you know calling back to it's callback. It's it's like they're like because he said he goes they're not really sure what they saw, but they know what they saw, and it's kind of like what was that? Yeah, I think that mm, was it. Like that's no one wants the, to talk about it. Yeah, and it's also like they only do it until you actually meet Tyler, and they the don't. They other, stop doing it after that. The then only it's other a penis. Time but. I can think of them doing that in was The Exorcist. They flash things. Yeah. Where they flash, the demon. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Multiple times. It's just like a quick split. It's like a frame. We'll talk about that because isn't that on the two fifty? It is. Kelly won't be on that episode. Yeah, I won't be on that episode. <laughs> I refuse to watch that. But like, what was I going to say? Um, they wanted to put a. Ty- they wanted to have Tyler flash on the twentieth century Fox logo, and they were like, no. And he tried to do it in all the opening scene, like all the like this uh, production companies. They're like, absolutely not. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I think now they would have done it, like, if this movie was made now, no, they'd yeah. be like, okay, yeah, do it. But, like, it's like, what, wh- why? What is that? What do you think? It, like, were people going to think? I think the stu- because the studio executives seemed that they were very against this movie. Like, it just seemed like That's all true. the chips were against it. Because, like, they didn't like it. So, it's like, oh, you want to, like, besmirch our, like, studio logos? Fucking no. True. They had more, like... They were more like stuck this is, up. This is like a movie that like they had no faith in, but for some reason they still true. kept making it. <laughs> I know that's true. No, I was reading. I, no, because actually, when I rewatched it. I was like, wow, they literally gives you how? When does he come in? Fourteen minutes in like a half hour in the movie. On Tyler, the plane. it's on the plane. I think it's about a half hour because the when movie? they're when they're like crossing no, on the on the the walkways. Yeah, the moving walkways. At the that's what it is. You're right. Like the line he says is literally, I think it was something like. Um, you, you like you're like you kind of something about being another person or like being your true self and i was like they literally give it away like that's that what early. i said I, you think you were watching it for the first time and i'm watching this movie and i think that you didn't know the twist yet. i knew there was a twist i didn't know what and it i was. just go i don't know how i didn't figure out this twist earlier on that's great writing man and great directing yeah they want you to go back and spend your money to watch it more times now that I think about this, this movie, once again, I feel like we've talked about this so many times. This was like a movie for a different decade. Like this would have been movie, people, it would have, it would have been like a movie that stayed very solid this, at the box office because people would have gone have got, again and again. This would have probably gotten a best picture nomination if it oh, came out now. Because I feel like nowadays, like all his movies. You don't think so? No, I think so. Mm-hmm. He's just tired. He was resting his head. No. It's just, but I want to, I want to, was this, Jared, I want to jump to acting. Was this Jared Leto's first acting role? No. No, what was he in? My so-called life. Oh, because David Fincher likes to do that. He takes people that aren't like, they're just other Milo people. Milo Ventimiglia was in this. I Who thought that was him. He's the waiter in the first fight. Yeah, yeah, I remember being I'm like, is that? I'm like, I don't know. I, I oh, I don't see. remember that. It is him. It's him. Milo Ventimiglia was interesting. In it. I keep the, for some reason when I think of the fights. I think of the one that the priest was in. But if, you know what the thing is? Is like you don't think about it, and then you're just like, that was like right before he got Gilmore Girls. Yeah. But he does that. He takes like because Gone Girl. There was a uh, Emily Ratajkowski. There was um, wasn't there someone else that really wasn't an actor? Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Well, he was sort of an he actor. Was, but he, he would was, never cast him in this type of role. He was a comedic. Yeah. 
Yeah, like this, it's like Carrie Jared Coon. Carrie Coon, was that was like her Carrie first role. But role. she's an, but it was something like she was like you would never think because like Meatloaf and Jared Leto. Like, okay, I didn't know that was Meatloaf until I looked on. I did not IMDb. know that either. You didn't know that? No. I remember I watched the first. I was like, I, I was also just like, I was like, what's happening? Like, you know why? Because he looks like the guy from Mindhunter who's actually also in this movie, but not him. So I was like, who is that? And I went and looked, and I was like, oh, that's Meatloaf. Yeah. I remember seeing his name in the credits. No, yeah, because it's him. I was like, oh, he has a lot of. He, David Fincher does that, which just proves he's a. Really good director because I'm like you can direct, like even Emily Ratajkowski. All these people, I'm like they give good performance. I'm like, oh, he's a decent actor. I was like, I and they're never in anything. I mean, Jared Leto is now, but like Meatloaf was he ever in? Uh, oh, Rocky Horror. Well, that was before though. Once I want to bring back, like I got very big Joker vibes from this, especially when, like, everyone was like, the patriarchy. Like with the smiley face where they burned into the window? No, it was more like the, this. they think that they were... um, It was like a cult, really. Yes, but they thought they were like the minority. It was like the working class businessman. It I wasn't felt. a businessman. It was, like, um, it was like the everyday man. Yeah, and I was like, well, this... Will, well, that maybe wouldn't go great today. But the Joker went well. The Joker was more mental illness and there was still a lot of controversy around the joker you know now you say joker the one thing that's popping in my head is the scene where he goes to the convenience store is like saying like what i just did to him made him make it just gave him his whole life that he ever wanted never got i was like now that you say that i'm like okay i kind of see joker there but i never would think that until you said that like joker joker they said took a lot of martin scorsese films i think joker also and like uh, subconsciously took from Fight Club. Any other David Fincher or just that? Because I know they said a lot of Martin Scorsese movies from Joker. No, I mean they had you had Taxi Driver and uh, or did they, or did Fight Club take from those? No, no, okay. because the King of, it did not take from the King of. I Comedy. never saw King of Comedy. Um, so. Maybe a little bit of Taxi Driver. I can see them taking from um, top quality film podcast guys. Look what we're discovering. I mean, there's probably other ones that I cannot think of. Um, maybe a little Spartacus. Yeah, I can see that. When the, I am Robert Paulson. Yeah. Um, that mob mentality. Oh, Kelly, tell us about how it was watching a edited for television version of Fight Club. Oh, my God. So, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I just me, thought of it. Let me put it this way. I was, I've seen Fight Club multiple times. This is not the first time I've watched it. So I went to go watch it yesterday, but because we rented it, um, Matt was watching it and I couldn't watch it because we weren't both at home at the same time. So I watched um, a recorded version on YouTube TV, I think, whatever. I watched an edited version that was like on FX and they edited it for content and they cut out a lot of scenes. But thankfully, I've seen the movie before, so I knew what was missing. But oh my God, the overdub, like for them to cut out. So the scene, for example, um, when Brad Pitt's character first has sex with Marla and goes to talk to Edward Norton's character and was like, you're telling me you didn't fuck her? And then that's the original line. But in the edited version, it's a random guy. It's not even Brad Pitt. Because, you know, usually when they do these edited, they usually have the actor do the voiceover because they know for when they play, you know, play it on t- television to you know, do the censored version. It's a random guy. Like, it's like Matt. It's like Matt. Matt's just saying it. What would you like just, me to say? I'll say it. Did you? Ma- you never made love to her? You never made love to her? That's exactly <laughs> what it was. And I'm no Brad Pitt. 
And it's like, but this guy sounds nothing like Brad Pitt. And like, so like every, every other line this guy was saying, because, you know, Tyler curses and like says very like. It's like a hard art like, movie. Yeah. yeah, it's a hard art. Inappropriate things. Yeah. It was just this random guy out of nowhere just saying, he's like, you never made love to her. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, obviously, like, why didn't they say you never screwed her? You never made love to her? Well, I wonder if because that comes back in the movie. What? When he's like, did we did we make love? And she's like, is that what you're calling it? I wonder if it was just that to like call, to like kind of fit with the movie more. I don't know, but it just, but the thing no, is. No, I know what like, you're saying. It yeah. doesn't fit with the no, character. Yeah. That's the only reason I can think is I just thought I'm like, oh, I forgot that like he, Edward Norton, but it's like not Edward Norton saying it. So it's like. It was like, you know, he was calling a guy, oh, you like, uh, you're, you stupid shit or something. And he's like, you stupid guy. <laughs> and it was like. What the fuck? It was like bad anime dub. Like it was so bad. And you know, a lot of I mean these scenes I got cut out, like I know it's cut out, but you know. I wonder and I and this is not a promotion for what is it, Tubly? Tubi? Tubi. Tubi. They it's all the same version as the movie, just a couple commercials and is it, it's a free app? Yeah. And they have a lot of movies, right? Yeah. I don't know why no one's talking about that more. Or are they? And I just found that out. I think, I think you, you just found that out. <laughs> Because we watched, Padding to we do. watched, we um, sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. Me, me, a bunch of us saw the unbearable weight of a massive talent, and they were okay. talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent. There's right. no the unbearable weight of a massive. Okay, talent. the unbearable weight of massive talent, and they're talking about Paddington Two. So the next day, me and Kelly were like, "Do you want to watch Paddington 2? And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And it was on that like it was on to be and like it's just you know I think it's like maybe every twenty minutes is commercials. Every thirty minutes there was commercials. No, because it played more, and I had like. Only like an hour. I played like four commercials, like four times. I think that because that was the middle of the movie. Maybe. It's a okay. Movie. That's true. So it, I was like, that's not, if you're looking for like a free site and they, like, cause it's like sometimes a lot of these movies are some shock. Fight Club's not on a streaming service somewhere. It was on the streaming service, but they took it off. I think it was on oh, was HBO it? Max or something like that. It should be on Disney Plus. I think, I think it can go on. Now that Defender, now that like Daredevil and all that stuff, throw it on there. But yeah, I don't know why I was like, Tubi's, Tubi's great. Oh, you know what I realized? This movie. For 1998 or 99, a lot of special effects. A oh, lot. very good. Like when the effects. ball rolled down the fountain. But no, like the beginning, they like he fought for that like whole thing with the apartments exploding. There was just a lot of the sex, that weird sex scene that like, did you read about how they filmed that? They're just some motion capture suits. And I'm like, that's so wild for a movie back then that I feel like was, I guess Titanic was around there, but they weren't even doing stuff like that. Like were motion capture. I think they were. Oh, okay. Well. And then apparently there was, I don't know what this is, but apparently there was a reverse tracking shot out of a trash can. And apparently it was a very elaborate, digitally animated sequence. It was four minutes in. Was I, it when they were getting the lipo fat? No, because that wasn't four. He, he didn't meet Tyler till halfway through. Was it, was it when he got back to his apartment and it had exploded? No, I don't know what it was, but there's just a lot of special effects in this movie. And I was like kind of shocked by, by it. So we're going to move on. Does anyone have anything else to say before we move on? No, I think we've talked about Fight Club for quite a bit. Quite a bit too much or just enough? Just enough. Win. Lose. Okay, so I forgot that I got props for this game now. And I have buzzers now when we do this. But I forgot to put um, batteries Batteries in. And they have different sounds so I know who is answering. Oh, my God. It's like for like preschoolers. Yeah, it is. I was about to say learning resources, ages three and up. So I was looking for like ones that I can see the co- like which one would light up first. So I knew who it was. But that's about $100. And I wasn't down for that. Cost? These were like 10 bucks, And I got four. So if we have guests, they can participate. Um, so I don't have that yet. So this episode, we will have to use our voices. 
Question number one. Okay, so let me say the rules because you, you have Jimmy you. have probably forgot. Okay, so when I say ready or say go, you guys scream whatever you want to do. Okay, number one. Which of the following is not a rule for Fight Club? A, you do not talk about Fight Club. B, you can't fight on your first night of Fight Club. Or C, fights will go on as long as they have to. Go. B. Kelly. B. Oh, I thought you said Bing. Oh, I thought you just... You're correct. Congratulations. It's 1-0. Sorry, Jimmy. Number two. What object is visible in every shot? And apparently it is because I read somewhere he he gave an interview saying, David Fincher said, this is in every shot. A, a pink bar of soap. B, a penis. Or C, a Starbucks cup. Go. There's a pink bar of soap. No. Starbucks cup? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, two for zero, Jimmy. Come on. Get in the game. You've been off for a month. I thought you were going Game of Thrones. Number three. What song is played at the end of this movie? (gasps) A, Where Is My Mind by the Pixies. B, Creep by Radiohead. Or C, The Kill by 30 Seconds to to Mars. Go. Bing. A. Congratulations. You're correct. So. I love that song. 2-1. When I hear that song, that's that's the only... That's I think of that ending scene where all the buildings are collapsing. The reason I put Radiohead because apparently they almost did the music for this movie, so I was well, like, "Oh, Creep" is a great song too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I know, I know. I feel like and so is the Kill. I was listening. It's the wrong. Decade. I listened to all of them and I was like, "That'd be good at the end of this movie." I can see that. No, I think "Where Is My Mind" would be better. Creep would be better in another part. The Kill would. What part? Hit. I don't know. I have to like. <laughs> I, I'm not. You a were mu- so determined. I'm not though. a music supervisor on fight club right now so i don't know but where is my mind is better because at the end he's like literally like what's happening where is my mind so like i said in the beginning of the episode this has an 8.8 imdb rating let's see how close we get to this or if we just exceed it i will give it a nine kelly 8.5 i give it an eight 8.5 oh we're below the imdb rating that's close though oh we should we should list them all in our top 250 now, why so, did you give it an eight, Jimmy? Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna go nine for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I just an eight, and it matched my uh, letterbox score from when I watched it a while ago. Can I ask you a question? Did you do that specifically so it matched your nope. letterbox score? Nope. I went to go you give would it definitely a, be that person. I went to, to go give it a four, and I was like, oh, I already gave it a four like a while ago. I can see though why. I just wanted to ask why he gave it an eight, but like for some reason, I can understand why he gave it an eight. <laughs> I want one time to get like the exact. Same okay, one. so. I think I gave it an eight because oh, it's we're back to this. not okay. <laughs> my favorite David Fincher film, but it's like up there. I was just about to say, what is our David favorite David Fincher Gone film? Girl. But I feel like Gone mine's girl. Social Network, but I know you were going to say Gone Girl. Yours is Gone Girl Seven. Well? Mm-hmm. I actually, I like all his movies. I thought Girl with Drunk Tattoo was really not that bad. I, that. I liked Mank. I thought Mank was good. Benjamin Button. I love The Curious Case of Benjamin what Button. Else? Alien 3. No. Oh, I forgot he did. There's no. Really big directors that did that. That was his first film. He hated Alien 3. Oh, isn't that? Cause I, oh, you're right. Because I remember reading he didn't want to work with uh, 20th Century Fox anymore because of that. So that does it for Fight Club number 12 on the IMDb 250 list. Uh, where do you think it should stand? Should it be higher than 12? Should it be lower than 12? Let us know. And you're just going to have to wait and see what next week is in our adventure through the 250 list. You know what? Let's just say it's an oldie. An oldie but a goodie? Yeah, well, we don't know. We've question mark, question mark after the goodie. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I've actually never seen this one. So. Neither have I. And stay tuned for our new adventure. We hope you enjoy it. I'm kind of actually excited for this, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Horror Review. Click around www.poporreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.